How are you? And welcome to Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. A podcast where we pick a topic, research it, discuss it and have a laugh along the way. So sit your arse down, have a Guinness ready and join in on the crack with us too. Enjoy. Shit, how do we usually do intros? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the perfect start right there. How do we even do intros? <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what's up? We, we just crashed into it. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up? Today we are talking on identity and kind of our struggles with identity, I guess. And uh, I feel like a perfect place to start would be with yourself. And I feel like this this definitely comes under struggles with identity. Because obviously we have you down as Paddy Englishman, but <laughs> you're, not an Eng- you're not an Englishman. Yeah. Or are you? This is the question. So you, mystery. Were born, you were born and grew up in England, and then you spent your teen into your adult life in Ireland. So what nationality do you relate as? Irish, definitely. Irish, but, but like when I'm watch- when I'm watching, um, especially in the fo- especially in football, when I'm watching Ireland playing, I'm an England fan. Ireland are just dog shit. <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> I mean they lost to Luxembourg. Like I know I don't want to slag off the Irish too much, but we can all agree that we're terrible at football. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's 100%, one thing. Like I'm 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 Irish 100, percent but even I'm nearly an England fan when it comes to football because Ireland are that bad. <laughs> God exactly. Damn. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, I've like I've always kind of felt as though I was Irish, even at a young age. I when I first moved over, I was obviously like trying to hold on to you know like my English roots because that's what stood me out from the rest of the kids. Even though the first day I went to an Irish school, I had like a random Irish accent. I grew up in Witness from the age of eleven, and the first day I went into fifth class, I had like a full blown caricature of an Irish accent to say the least it was <laughs> just dreadful it was so bad so like why was that was that because you had been in Ireland for a little while and you'd talk to a couple Irish people and you were kind of just imitating it in an attempt to fit in or was it a planned yeah, I, no, I, oh, okay. no I, okay. I wasn't sitting at home um, back in England <laughs> like how, how am I going to get these guys to like me but actually no it was very similar to that. it was actually very similar to that I just wanted to fit in pretty much straight away. I didn't want to be feel like I was the odd one out. Yeah. Um and I get that. that like that that kind of stuck. And there was certain points in my life when I was like, I'm just gonna talk my normal accent and I'm just gonna uh, just be me. But yeah, after a few years the Irish accent kinda of stuck and it became kind of like an actual genuine accent, even though it wasn't my original accent, which is kinda of weird. Like sometimes when I went home, my English accent came out real heavy, like as if I've never left the place. Do you know, I think that again was another way to try and fit in with people over there. So I've always kind of been confused, like where I fit in personally. I've said it to you before and I've said it to like friends of mine and even still like I'm 23 living over back in England again for nearly a year. And I still feel as though like I'm too Irish to be English and too English to be Irish. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 an yeah. it's an awkward one for me. It is, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I can imagine it, um, because like as I was saying, like I'm Irish, but my parents were Irish. They both grew up in the village that they live in now. So like it's something yeah. that I 100 can't relate to. So that's why I was very interested to ask you that question, just as a nice yeah. starting place. 
yeah, like like I said, I always thought I was a bit more Irish than English because like I'd come over more summers and sometimes like the odd Christmas to Ireland, like and stay at my nan's house or stay at an auntie's house or something like that. Like I I've I kind of always grew up in home, like where we're from. I I was there. Yeah. Like I I knew the place before I even got there. Yeah, you know, it was really weird. I think why I wanted to ask you that was because I wanted to use that to lead into: Does your nationality have any bearing on your identity? Because for me, it does one hundred percent. So I was curious if it did for you. Yeah, yeah, like completely, hundred percent. Like uh, I I'm I'm a proud Irishman. Like even though yeah. it's Paddy Englishman on, on the podcast, I am a proud Irishman, um, for sure. Like that will always be home to me. Like even though I'm living in England, and I'm Paddy Englishman, I'm I'm Irish through and through. Like I have a you, you won't see like a a, a Saint George flag flying out my window or anything like that. You will see an Irish flag flying out my window if I had yeah. a flag out my window. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, who puts flags out their window anymore? Do you think just when you're saying with your nationality, because you can go down um, to your county and you can even go down to like your village as your identity? Mm. Yeah. Because growing up where we're from, we both know that there's a rivalry between our village and the next village. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, when it comes to Leash and Offley, we all come together and then it's Leash against Offley. Yeah. Do you know true. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, that's. Yeah. That's something I've never really related to that much. Like I was saying, like yeah. I definitely, I definitely identify with the Irishness. Uh, like who, like when I'm describing myself, I would say, "Oh, I'm an Irishman." But the county doesn't bother me. The village doesn't bother me. Like even when we were young, and there was that whole rivalry with the opposite village, I never really bothered with it because, like, I had friends. Like we had friends. We went to school with people from that village. So I was like, "Oh no, they're my, they're my yeah. pals." Like I'm not trying to. I'm not trying yeah. to play a GA match and then get in a scrap with them. You know what I mean? And that 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 happened very recently as well. Like obviously, I'm not. I, I don't want to get into it because there, there's there's um, personal issues with me in that situation. But that happened very recently where kids. It, it, it's all over the country as well where yeah. kids get into these, you know, village versus village rivalries where they identify so strongly with their village that they're representing and even though they go to school maybe even be best friends with somebody in the next village it all goes out the window yeah it's 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 crazy actually like how often it's happened like like these kids or teenagers who are in school together like they're they go out they get in an actual physical fight on a ga pitch and then they're in class on monday and you're just like what are you doing like your friends why are you scrapping over some some weird ass village rivalry from decades ago exactly and it's it got it got to a point where they identified with their villages so strongly that when they even combined together to make one club their rivalry was still there bubbling under the surface and that even caused such a good team they were a national i think you were involved in that team weren't you were you not involved uh, i think in that i could team? have been just I, I could have been just under I was like a year or two too young, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah they did. They did well but, at like a lot of yeah, underage like, tournaments and such. Yeah, they were they were like uh, nationally known. Do you know that team? But it was yeah. just the rivalry that were so strong between the two villages that actually kind of ruined it. But anyway, that's a bit of a tangent again. Do you think your personality, like your interest in the hobbies, 
are something that you can identify as well like sport like like we were just talking about sports do you think that's something that people kind of wear as wear as their identity as well i think with sport well yeah actually yeah all hobbies for sure especially like i feel like the main one is you know you'll see if if there's a dude who likes sports he's more than likely wearing those like you know those skinny like adidas or nike tr- trackies. <laughs> Yeah. He's wearing them. They're, they're comfortable. They're comfy. <laughs> yeah, mate, I, I'm wearing them currently. <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like a lot of people would. I see. I seen it a lot, especially when I was in college in Dublin. That yeah. you knew who was on like the college sports teams because yeah. they'd be yes. wearing the sports gear all the time. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. mate, do, do you not own any other article of clothing? Yeah, and as soon as but as it, soon as the sun comes out and it gets over like twelve degrees, they wear the 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 club shorts or, or the college shorts. That's it, exactly. Yeah, so I feel like sports, especially, is a massive part of people's like what they identify as. People are very much like, oh no, I'm I'm the sports guy. Look at me, I'm wearing yeah. the gear. Yeah, but like even just even if they don't play sports necessarily, because I would identify as a Liverpool fan. I am, I am like, I have such roots, but me and um, someone that I know very, very, very well done a podcast uh, on stereo or a chat on stereo not too long ago about the European Super League. And we both had yeah. such strong feelings about Liverpool, our club, joining this Super League because it was as though we lost a relative. It was like somebody was like, like JP Morgan, the bank who was running this European Super League, was re- reaching in into our souls and taking something <laughs> away. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was like so yeah, strong. Yeah. That that's how it felt for us. So that's what I mean in like regard well, like what you were saying, if you play sports, yeah. But do you think fans of sports can be a part of identity as well? Yeah, for sure. Like you you definitely see not not so much in Ireland or where we're from, but like if you ever I feel like you might see it a lot now now that you're living in um in England. People would walk around the town in their team's gear and yeah. like obviously they're not players obviously like if I go to to Manchester I'm not going to be seeing like Rashford walking around wearing the gear no it's like Mick from down that would be so from down the way I actually I wouldn't be surprised if Rashford did no exactly yeah but like I feel like the fans of or fans of a sports team or whatever they they yeah. definitely make that part of their identity because they would be wearing the gear or like a, a big coat with the crest on it or something yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that, that kind of like splits families up too. I was playing football yesterday and I got a lift home with uh, some people that I work with. And there's like four kind of big clubs in this area. So there's Wolves, West Brom, then there's Birmingham and Aston Villa. All kind of in like the same, you know, they're all in the same radius. Whenever they play each other, it's pretty much a rivalry. And they yeah. were saying, very much like Liverpool and Everton, that one brother is a West Brom fan and another brother is um, a Wolves fan as well. And it was because, you know, like grandparents brought one of the grandsons to like a West Brom game and their mother brought the other son to a Wolves game. Yeah. And, the, and they, ident- they, they identify as Wolves and West Brom fans, even though they're both in the same family, both two brothers. Yeah, I feel like sports definitely is a massive ident like uh, people use it massively to identify their personality, especially if like their main love yeah. is that sport. If that's yeah, their like for main sure. hobby. 
Yeah, and just to go to the other end of the spectrum as well, music. Do you think music is something that people use as as to show their identity as well? You know, like like um like j- just for the first kind of group of people that came to my head, like goths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But goths, would that be based on music, sorry. or would that be kind of viewed more as like a lifestyle? Or fashion? I suppose fashion and music kind of go fashion hand in hand, would. don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they would. Yes. So would music be something, um, just to go back to music, do you think that would be something people use to identify as? Or use to help identify themselves? I feel like people probably would use it, for sure. You know, like the stereotype of, of the indie guy. Yeah, man, you know, man wears, bun. Yeah, eyebrow, man bun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the, uh, like the, the boots, probably black skinny <laughs> jeans. You know, all that, the plaid shirt, and then, like, they're at the party, and then they're like, does anyone have a guitar? And you're like, shut up, man. We yeah, get I'm it. just going to play like Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's a perfect example of how, like, he fully identifies himself through, oh, like, guys, did you know I play music? Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, um, I know a guy that went to college who, um, he, he was the indie guy without, be- yeah. he, was an, he was the indie guy without wanting to be the indie guy because he thought that was uncool <laughs> which was very indie very indie <laughs> he was the indie guy oh. because he didn't want to be the indie guy because he didn't like the idea of being that which is very indie <laughs> <laughs> yeah his need to push away from it just made him dive further into it <laughs> he just went deeper and deeper down the indie black hole we were talking beforehand and you created a little exercise for yourself to oh, yeah. try and ident- to try and identify who, who you are. Uh, what did you what did you come up with from from your little exercise? I'll just explain the exercise first. So I drew like kind of a, a compass and I had identity identity in the middle of the compass and then I had like north, south, east and west. But for instead of north, south, east and west, I had the first things that came to my head when I thought of identity. So I thought initially was personality and in personality, that's like how you present yourself. So how, how you behave around certain people, fashion, and then you've got interest hobbies. And what I didn't put down, which I kind of thought of is like your job title as well. Uh, I know that doesn't come down as personality, but when you when you're going on like a date or something like that, you kind mm. of talk to each other and like, well, what do you do? Do you know like that? Yeah. It's it's a part of you. It like it can change, but it's a part of you. But that was personality, and then I had sexual orientation and and gender as well. Mm. So like, do you identify as heterosexual or um, are you trans, for example, as well? There's there's that's um. That could be actually a topic of discussion for maybe another day as well. But um, family is a strong one for people with family identity. Massive, well. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. with family as well, it can go kind of like one or two ways. You're kind of put into a box as soon as you are born. Into, In my opinion, this will, when people ask, is identity created or given? Initially, it's given. So when you're born into a family, your second, your last name, will always be attached to you and especially in where we're from in rural Ireland yeah. certain families are seen differently and yes. um, 
when you're put into this box, you fought, you will always remain there or you will go the complete opposite way of that family, of yes. like what the, stere the stereotype of that family. Yeah. And then, yeah, so th and the last one is where you come from, which we've kind of already discussed. So it goes from country to county to city, town and village. And as we've kind of found out as we talk, it even comes down to your home when we were talking about the two brothers and what sports scene they prefer, there's a, there's an identity yeah. difference in the family, in the immediate family, yes. which is really interesting as well. So what I figured out was my identity is a heterosexual Irishman who's creative, loves music and wishes he could play for Liverpool and has a slight addiction to social media. <laughs> that, that's it. That's how, that, yeah, that, that's me on paper. But again, I think identity can change from when you were a, when you were a child to who you are now and my identity will change to who I am now in the not even in a few years time maybe this time next year I could be completely different because like, I know for a fact I'm completely different now to when I what I was a year ago so it's yeah it's, oh no yeah for sure I think you could I can I think it can even change on a shorter time period yeah definitely I think definitely what I like doing recently, especially, is um, I've been trying to continuously learn and continuously improve myself. So if I don't oh, know right. something, I'll seek it out. Yeah, if I don't know something, I'll seek it out as best I can. Or if um, if there's something that pops up that I don't quite get, I might consult my girlfriend on it and she can kind of give me her perspective on it being, yeah. being a female. Yeah. And um, I feel like... I feel like even since I've started doing that, which wasn't even that long ago, I used to live very like oh, black and white. Life is life is yeah. as it is, you know, not everything needs to be taught about. But yeah. I kind of changed yeah, up yeah, and yeah. I've started actually thinking. And I feel like ever since I started doing that, who I am has changed because my beliefs have changed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I know we have a few questions for each other, so we can dive into them in a little bit as well. But I just want to ask you, do you think that if we meet certain people, like, for example, from school, does your identity change then? Or is it one of them things you have a core identity and you just, like, branch off little pieces of identity or, like, parts of you from when you were in school comes back if you're meeting an old school friend? Is that identity or is that, like, a personality change or both? It could be both, couldn't it? I believe we have our identity and who we are when we are on our own when, our, when we are with our significant daughter or when we are with our, our very, very yeah. close friends, our best friends. Yeah, when yeah. we are with people who, who aren't in that select group, I believe we slightly change our identity slash personality, whatever way you want it to be, to how they view us. So, for example, um, so when I'm with my girlfriend, I'm, I'm me. I'm 100% who I, who I want to be because I'm, I'm not trying to put up a front to her. I'm not trying to, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not afraid yeah, yeah. to be myself in a sense. Yeah, it's not like However, every single day you wake up and you have to try and chat her up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. However, when I'm, when I'm around my parents, I have to, not, not that I have to, I think it, I think it just kind of comes out in me without, my, without even realising. I think it's the subconscious now even more so than, than, a, part, than a choice. But I, I'm... I'm I'm kind of quieter. I'm more polite. You know, I wouldn't be if I was talking to my mom. Like if I was talking to a friend and they said something, I'm like, "Fuck off, man! Are you for real?" 
But if I was with my man, yeah. I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, oh, wow, man, that's that's crazy. The, well, I, to but me, I, that's not identity. That's just having good manners. Well, actually, yeah, forget that. I think that is identity because it just shows that you have good manners. Potentially, yeah, exactly. So, like, when I'm with my mum, I would act like that, but I wouldn't like act like that with my friends. Okay, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe with my mum is a bad is a bad is a bad example. So, say yeah. like when I'm with you, okay, we we would talk. We've known each other a long, long time, basically since you arrived over here, maybe a year or two after. So, I'd be fairly, yeah. fairly comfortable with you, and I talk to you yeah. as I am. But yeah. When I went to college, I went to college in Dublin, and. I was an outsider. There was no one else from the country. Everyone else in the class was Dublin, was Dublin based, and they were all very, um, very. They all kind of already had clicks. They all kind of already knew each other. So I was going in there as an outsider. So I was immediately, immediately not myself. I was immediately a very quiet version of myself. So that way, I wasn't bringing attention on me. So I feel like if, yeah. like these people have a completely different idea of who I am as a person. They probably think, oh, yeah, look, I'm just some quiet kid from down the country. Right. Don't say much. And I when, I, when I went back, yeah, when I went back for graduation, I went back for graduation well, a few months after I'd finished in college. I hadn't spoken to any of these people. I'd kind of even grown more into who I am. But the second I got around yeah. them, I turned back into that quiet person because that's how they view me. Is oh, the identity? Wow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe th- I'm going off way off on tangents. I'm not even sure at this point. I think you have your own identity. It, that's you. Yeah, like you said, that's you when you're around, you're, when it's just you alone, when it's with your significant other or your you know, partner, whatever. Yeah. But your personality changes based on how others identify you. So okay, like, so you're saying that, that that's what you were saying. That's not the identity changing. That's the personality changing. Exactly. So it's kind. It's yeah. kind of both in a way because you become like a self fulfilling prophecy. And um, if yeah. people turn around and say, "Oh, Jerry is the quiet one of the group," even though I know you're not quiet when I get to know it, when you get you going, I know you're not a yeah. quiet bastard at all. But you, know, <laughs> yeah. you become the you become the quiet one in the group when you like. When I first met you, yeah, of course you were the quiet one, a bit standoffish, I'd mm. say. But when yeah. I get to know you. You're the loud one, you're not the loud one, but you're funny, you're good crack, you got a bit of banter about you, you're sporty, etc. Yeah. But if you're in a certain group and your role is to be the quiet one, your or your identity in the group is the quiet one, then yeah. your personality will fit the criteria for the group. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it technically is a change. It's like you're saying, it, it's a change in personality for sure, but it's also you... Not changing your identity, but kind of morphing your identity to fit how you're viewed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, In certain groups, I'm the same. I have two friends over here. Uh, Even though we we had uh, our very first podcast was on toxic masculinity, that's who I become when I'm with them two lads because that's the role that the three of us had. Yes. When we were together. Like, not as if, you know, we're, we're going around just showing off our muscles and shit like that. But we, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You know, we have jokes that, like locker room jokes, you know, don't want to quote like yes. Donald Trump or anything like that. But we, yeah, have, we, yeah. we have that sense of humour, that sense of banter between us. The same way as I'd have a completely different banter with friends of ours. 
my my identity in certain friend groups changes with how I act around them, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I get what is, you're saying. Yeah. I've, I've never heard those sounds so like smart. I feel like I could be a psychology <laughs> lecturer. Really? Mate, I feel like I haven't a notion what is happening right now. I'm just like, uh, I think this makes sense. I don't know if it does. <laughs> <laughs> my brain my is identity. working. Mate. I'm, do you I'm know sometimes do, that's it you're the smart one here i just kind of waffle a bit and then you try and make sense of it. <laughs> do you ever get those moments where you're just kind of chilling and then you hear like a high-pitched noise no no okay right this happens to me this is okay. another reason why i believe we're in a simulation don't worry about that that's another time we'll talk about that again yeah, can I we always, please have that as our next podcast? If we can just do yeah, like yeah. certain, yeah, I, oh yeah, okay, simulation sure. theory, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah no well, problem. Like simulation other theories, theory next we'll, yeah, we'll have it. We'll have a think about it definitely. But Perfect, what were you yeah. saying? Okay, so when I was doing this, I was doing research for this, right? And yeah, I have right. this, this is it's not it is psychology, wouldn't you say? Identity is kind of a psychology topic. It could be under yeah, psychology. Um, well, John Locke, uh, um, who was that, who done like um, the memory theory. That is, yeah. that, I studied, I studied him in psychology in in college. Yeah, for sure, uni. Okay, perfect, right? Yeah, exactly. So I have no zero study, no, experience, or knowledge. Zero, zero, yeah, yeah, exactly of of psychology. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm trying I'm trying to do this right. And I'm trying to just make sense of it to myself. To me, it makes sense, but I can't articulate how I want to articulate it correctly. Okay. So I was doing my research before we came on here and I was trying to articulate it and I was trying so, so hard to get it right in my brain that I started hearing a really loud pitched like squeal in my right ear. Like it's not a squeal, it's like just a, like a hum, like, you know, it's a monotone, loud, loud, like high pitched noise. That's all it is. Kind of like one of those dog whistles you'd blow. Okay. So I was trying to do this and I, I heard that in my ear and I, I thought oh. like my brain, I thought my brain was starting to smoke and it was like too much, too much information, <laughs> you're, you're information overload. You're going out your ears. Mate, I am struggling yeah. to understand I, this, I know, this idea. I know the high pitched noise you're on about. I, I, I know what yeah. you're saying now. I thought you meant yeah. just randomly. Well, it is random, but yeah, I know what it you is mean. Random. Like sometimes I get it yeah. when I blow my nose. Yeah, so it was like that, but from trying to understand, and it really felt like my like little Tamagotchi was starting to die or something. It was going to give up. Tamagotchi. Yeah, we'll get to that <laughs> on the on the on the, on the existential crisis chat. Yeah, yeah, that that's coming up soon. I'm sure. <laughs> Matt, so I am, I am uh... waffling today. I apologize. No, it's all right, mate. It's all right. So just. Um... Before yeah, again, just back. quickly before before we go on to um on to other questions for ourselves, I have a pretty solid question right here for kind of both of us. Is identity given or is it created? I think what you said earlier is very much how it is. I think identity is given when you're born, when you're young. I think then as you start to get into your twenties that's when you start to create your own identity for, for sure. Maybe even just before your 20s, maybe your late teen years. I was going to say. When you start, yeah, is when you start like, okay, I, I like this, I like this. I think this yeah. could be a career for me. You know, yeah. you're, not, you're not just doing exactly what your family wants you to do. 
you're you're starting to branch off and, and understand yourself. So I feel like it is it's both. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's one of them things, yeah. like I said, that philosophers and psychologists and sociologists, they just can't they can't put it into like one phrase, like what is identity? They can't put it into one sentence. And yes. especially in the modern world when people are questioning their identity about their own gender. Yeah. And people aren't just saying like that I am I, I'm a man because I was born a man. That's not necessarily mm. how they identify. So like it, it's such a it's such a, a broad it's literally a spectrum. Like there's so many um, different ways that you can identify yourself. Like I said, with music you can you can fall under a certain bracket. With sports, yeah. even sport like football, um, back in the early nineties and early nineties, eighties, even the seventies, they had their own style, and that's how they identified as. But there's just so many different different discussions that you can talk about it. So I think it's time now we kind of go into a few questions for yourself and us. Yeah. Is your family a huge part of how you identify? Is it a big part of your identity, you should say, your family? I think my family is a big part of how I'm viewed or how, how other people believe my, or what other people believe my identity to be but I don't believe it's how I view myself or what my identity is. Okay. So my family is, it's fairly well known. It's very well known around our little village, around the county, around a lot of the counties around us. My, my family, especially my, my father is very, very well known. Yeah. So I was, so I was given obviously my family name, my, my surname, and that's yeah. who I am. That's who. That's who I. That's who I have always been. Yeah. Uh, so when I when I go to play to play sports or or anything like that, my my father is a massive guy head. So when I went to play football, soccer, it was suddenly, what are you doing here? You're your man's son. Yeah. He doesn't like soccer. You shouldn't be yeah. here. And I'm like, what? That has nothing to do with me. That's not who I am. Yeah. As well. Yeah. As well, uh, with that, my family are all very much into farming and agriculture. So again, when I when I and I want to do, it, they're like, "Oh, sure, are you up farming as well?" I'm like, "No, why would I be farming? Farming is not a career. Get out of here!" And then I'm kind of yeah. looked at funny, like, "But what do you mean? Your your entire family are farmers. You have to be." I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. "That's not how it works. Not how it works at all." Yeah, and then um, kind of like what I was saying earlier about the fact that I'm a lot of the time I'm perceived to be quiet just because it's, I, I, I believe that's an anxiety thing. And when I'm not comfortable with someone, I can't be myself, but okay. no one in my, no one in my family understands the term anxiety where I picked it up from. I haven't a notion. I got so unlucky with that, but my, my, yeah. the rest of my family well, could walk into a room of complete strangers and just talk. And I don't get it. So when I don't do that, I'm kind of viewed as, oh, your your fierce quiet, is, is that not your outlet over there talking to that tree? I'm like, yeah, it is, yeah. but that's not me. The talking to the tree, he would do that. I know you're that. He, he would, would do that. That's the thing. He would do it. So when I don't do yeah. it, it's very much like, you're not in that family. You're a black sheep. You're the, you yeah. must be adopted or something. I've been told that so many times that I must yeah. be adopted. <laughs> People have said you've been adopted. People have literally said that because I'm so different from all of my family. So yeah. how it's kind of evolved is 
because I'm not like my family, I've always been told that, oh, you're the black sheep, you're adopted. So that in a way, because I'm treated that way, I've, into my teen years, I really kind of started begin to take on that as my, as my identity, that I'm, uh, that I'm the black sheep, that I don't fit in. Yeah. So in, ter- in terms of family, the only thing that that has helped me recognize to who I am is the fact that I'm the black sheep, that I don't necessarily fit in everywhere I go. Yeah, I, I, I like agree with that. Again, like, but I think that I think. No, no, no. I agree. I, think... I literally agreed with everything that you were saying. I, I completely understood where you were coming from, and I could relate cool. to when you were saying about when you were playing football as um, somebody who comes from a very um, proud GAA family. When yeah. I first moved over and I wanted to get into GAA hurling, but they're like, "But you're English. Like, why yeah. are you doing that? Like, this this isn't this isn't what you're supposed to do." And even then, when I yeah. went into fo- even when I went into football, they thought because I was English, oh, you must be like having trials with West Ham. You, we're going to put you midfield, and I'm, I'm like, I, yeah. I played right, I played right back for a relegate, like a team <laughs> who got relegated from their under ten division the year before. That's <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I was like, no. Yeah, way. I get you. I'm gonna yeah. pose the same question to you. Is family a, a big part of your of your identity? My name, yes. Uh, my immediate family, I would say yes, because I have a completely different relationship with my family than you do with your family. Not saying that the one you have with your family is bad or anything like that. It's just different. People no. have different relationships yeah. with different people, of course. But yeah, I, I identify very strongly with, with my last name, for, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Like even like why, my, my parents. Why do you think my, that my, is? I don't know. I, I'm just proud of it. I'm just proud of my my surname. Yeah. Like people, my, my dad and my mum are known around the village a lot as well. Um, not 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 as yeah. much as you guys. My dad mm. is my dad is a lot more known because he he worked at the bars, the local bars and stuff. Yeah. My mum grew up in that in that village as well so she's equally as known I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say on that point but I identify no, yeah, okay. very it was, it was a difficult question yeah I apologize but I think I think the fact oh. that you enjoy or not enjoy enjoy is the wrong word but the fact that you take pride in your surname says a lot about yeah. your relationship with your parents and the fact that you you're proud of where you came from and how different is you I guess yeah, exactly. Like it. we've been, we've been through so much as a family, and like everybody says that as well. And everybody's story and journey is different to each other's, and the struggles are different to each other's. But I am yeah. so proud of like what my family have come through, especially in the yeah. past five years. We've 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 conquered so much together as a family, and I'm genuinely really proud to be a part of of the clan. I suppose, yeah, a little yeah. clan. And the more people, yeah. like when, you know, when I bring people into the family and stuff like that, it's not as, it's not as, I, I don't be nervous going in, like introducing them to my family. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, in, I'm not nervous about them being, how can I say? I'm not nervous when I introduce, you know, um, somebody into the family as like a partner. But I'm nervous yeah. for my, uh, so like I was nervous when I brought my partner down to see how they would react, especially to my, <laughs> to my dad, 
I was yeah. I was a lot more nervous. But I, I like I said, I'm really proud and like family to me is just not my immediate family. I have really, really, really close friends. I don't have an immediate brother, but I have brothers for sure. I yeah. have one sister yeah. and I know for a fact I, I have sisters. Yeah, I get you. But yeah, no, my immediate yeah. family, I, I am very proud. I'm very proud to be who I am. Lovely answer. That should, that should be, um, we, should, we should try and get that on a, it'd be a very long quote, we should try and get that on a poster. <laughs> <laughs> How big is that poster? Take up the entire wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Most I'd definitely. say just bring it home to your parents for Christmas or something. Just be like, I said this yeah. about you live on the internet. Hang it up. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, uh, I've got two other questions. I'll throw this one out to you as well. What yep. is more important to you? How others perceive you or identify you in like a group or how you identify yourself? And we've kind of talked about this earlier on. I don't want to sound right. I've an answer to this. And my initial comment makes me sound like a, a proper like uppity twat, but I don't really give a fuck what anyone thinks about me, to be honest. Fair, fair. I like. I feel like some people might like me, some people might not like me, and I can't care less about either. Like, obviously, it's nice yeah. to be liked, but if people don't like me, yeah. I'm not gonna be sitting up stressing about it. You know, I don't care about having having a, like an internet presence and putting up fake versions of me in an attempt for people to be like, "Oh, Jerry's doing some cool shit. I like him. I don't <laughs> care." You know what I mean? <laughs> Like I, I, I'm so I, yeah, I'm so content. It's probably a bad thing, realistically, but I'm so content having like just a tiny group of people that I like. Yeah, big facts. And I'm 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 delighted with that. Like I I don't like these fake people who are like are only around you, or like who be fake, which I only check in every like now and again. Like oh, we should catch up sometime. All right, well then let's do it. Like why are we just talking about catching up and not catching up? That actually frustrates me so much when people it's do so that. It's so annoying. It's it's the so worst thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like like you you and I had fell out. Not fell out. Sorry, you and I had just stopped talking for a while there, and then yeah, like it. Yeah, it's it's not as if we fell out. We genuinely just had our own shit going yeah. on. So yeah. yeah, exactly. And then um, I I got thinking one time. Oh, haven't talked to Mister Doe in a while. I seen you put something up on your Instagram and I was like, oh, I'll just reply and see if we can get a conversation going. And we did. And we continued it. And now we've, now we've this happening. You know, yeah, because yeah. I, like, I wasn't like, oh, hey, me and you should go for a pint next time we're in the exact same country. We don't know when that'll be. Yeah, literally. Literally. So, um, no, yeah. I've, so I've, that was like, a roundabout the, way of me saying, no, I think, I think personal, like how I view myself is far more important. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. I completely agree with everything that you said on that point. Yeah. So we we don't really need to speak on that one, do we? Uh, so the next one, um, <laughs> th this actually kind of goes in with what you said. You know, like people being uh, like fake on social media and stuff like that, or people just yeah. being fake around you. Do you think celebrities yeah. hide their true personality? Like, do you think certain celebs might be different behind closed doors? I feel yes, but I feel like since I went on for a bit on the last one, you can answer this one. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree I think I think certain celebs I want to say have to hide yeah. who they really are because maybe their fans might not like it or you know 
the their managers like think it may be a bad career choice if if they say yeah. certain things and how they feel. And that's why, again, to go back to the Euro- European Super League in, in the football, when a lot of players came out and a lot of managers came and spoke out about the owners of their clubs, I thought that is so different to what we've known yeah. like football players to be. I think mm. that it, it was so refreshing and I'd love to see it more throughout throughout the, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the celebrity world. I'd like to yeah. see um, a lot more. And I would respect them. I, I may not like their music or I might not like their films that they make or the art that they produce, but I, I would respect them and like them a lot more as a person if they, if they did just be themselves. Yeah, but see, the problem with the fact that, like they're, they're like, like what you said, they're not allowed to really be themselves because their management team might view it as a bad career move or, you know, people yeah. might agree with their beliefs so they'll stop following them or all this, this type of crack. And it, it's turned yeah. into such a thing that all of these celebrities and famous people don't even run their own socials. So the small little chance yeah. of a glimmer we might get a view in their actual personalities, it's not. It's 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 a complete it's a it's a outside yeah. company writing some terrible thing like like especially in terms of the football, it's always like, oh, tough game today, we go again. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'd yeah, love yeah. to see an actual famous person, like I'd love to see their personality because then I could actually maybe get behind them. Yeah, definitely. And it's like a domino effect as well, because when celebs are doing it, you know, celebs are using filters and yeah. like even just like from photos and videos, they're, they're being completely different to like what they are behind yeah. closed doors. It's exactly, it affects, yeah. you know, the young, like younger generations. Like I feel like we kind of came up in the early stages of social media where we, we, we weren't too, we weren't too affected by it in a major way but you can see like a lot of no. young girls especially who are who look a lot older than what they yeah. are and even young yeah. boys who are um trying to act older than what they are and i'm like just yeah. act your age just be 13 yeah like, man, social media is going toxic. on 30 yeah, yeah especially like when you see um it, especially when you see all these stories like grooming and but i don't even i don't even want to go into that it's it's dark and it's nothing to do what we're talking yeah. about no i feel but, like um, what, what you've said i feel like it can be related into what we're speaking on because like what me and you have both said we both said or the question before this was that we believe that the most important thing is to have a strong personal identity and not care much about yeah. outside influences whereas i feel yeah. like what's happening in social media nowadays is massively affecting that opinion on on younger kids so now it's no longer about what they think not even younger kids it's 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 a lot of people who who are very much influenced by social media like i know i know a few people from back home who are very much influenced by social media and what other people do on social media so you can see that what they care about is how other people view them we've gone to school with people who i know for a fact do not look anything like they do on social media and i'm putting that out there As much as I love the people I went to school with, so like my best mates, and uh, well, not my best mates necessarily, but um, people that I don't no longer have contact with, I wouldn't recognise them if they walk past. Well, I'd recognise them if they walk past me on the street, but I wouldn't recognise them if I scroll past them on Instagram or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah see, like my main problem them. with it is... The... <laughs> <laughs> my problem with that is... The fact that people then put all their self-worth in 
yeah. likes yeah, on Instagram yeah. and and people com- complimenting them underneath this picture that they spent like three hours editing and trying to look beautiful for. I'm not I'm not saying this that this is not aimed at like girls in any way at all. This is yeah, all genders. Like lads do it. Oh, as anyone. Well. Yeah, oh no, one hundred percent. Yeah, I just yeah, want to definitely. make that point clear. And then that takes all their value away from themselves. So if they put up a post and it doesn't get like a hundred likes, say minimum, they're then spending the next three days thinking, oh, I'm shit. Nobody likes right. me. I'm going I'm to be perfectly honest. I'm going to be a bit of a hypocrite here. Um, I put up a picture on Instagram not too long ago and I didn't edit it. I didn't put any filter on it. I just put it up. Um, it was me and my mates, right? And I was like so nervous that I didn't get over a hundred likes. And when I got on over a hundred likes, I kind of like done a sigh of relief. And then I just thought really? to myself, why? Why am I like that? Why did I do I, like it's, I, it's, it's, it's it's just the culture that it's just culture at the minute, isn't it? It's just culture. Yeah. It's the culture that yeah, we're, and we're it'll, all being it'll kind of change at the minute. It'll be something different. Like I know back <laughs> back when my parents were kids, it would have been who had the, the best perm, <laughs> you know, who, who yeah. had the best. No, I get that. Yeah, hair. yeah, um, yeah. It is. It's. Um, I feel like it's always been a thing that people have looked for outside influence to to tell them like if they're good or not. Yeah, but I just. I feel um, like we really need to educate people more so in in schools that it's not about what other people think yeah. about you; it's about what you you think of you. Just in case anybody hears this who's struggling with like how they feel and stuff like that it's just so important to be yourself and it may be like a bit awkward and a bit confusing at the start but you will feel so much happier in the long run if you just be yourself don't worry about anything that you know the latest trends or you know i'm not gonna have the newest iphone or anything like that just be happy with the friends that you have don't yeah. focus on, even though I said I was worried about getting likes, don't focus on that. Just be who you want to be and you will be a happier person for it. Yeah. You know, I'd also add to that is, is focus on your friends, but yeah. in your groups of friends, if no one is, if there's people in it that you realistically don't like, they don't bring you any the happiness. Any like they actually, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, they actually bring you down in a sense. Scrap that shit. Get them out of there. Get them out of there. That's yeah. not what you need. Yeah, like to to feel strong in your identity, you need to be confident that those close to you are. You know, can, can I can say that this is who you are? And that yeah. again, that 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 again, it kind of can you can say it's important how others perceive you as well. Look. That's uh, that's the questions that I got. I got three questions there. Thought they were pretty banging. To be yeah, fair, yeah, no, those were, <laughs> those were those were good questions. Those were good questions. So the last one I have is it was on that that same video. You probably looked at it, but I just think it's quite interesting. Is what makes you you? Oh, it, that's a good point. Is it your? Do you see your identity as who you physically are, or is your identity who you? Consciously, Con- consciously are. Yeah. Well, I want. Yeah, like, but, um, I, I think I think you would be a good one to ask this for because, and I, I just I just want to say, no, no disrespect to you, but like you said, you've kind of had a, a few identity issues in the past. 
you know, with, with the likes of like, do, do you fit in with your family? You, you're, you're the you're the odd one out in the family. Blah blah blah. Don't not trying to put you down or anything, mate. No, yeah, correct, correct. But I I think what what makes you you like that it'd be a good one for you to start off with for sure. What makes me me? Well, I think who I am is isn't it's not my body. Like my body is just the meat sack that contains who I am. <laughs> the meat sack. I, the meat sack. It's it's like I I feel like a physical appearance isn't who anybody is, and I know a lot of people view physical appearance as. Like we were talking about on um, on socials, people use their physical appearance to get validation from other people. Yeah. But definitely. for me, I would I would far greater prefer if people liked me for what I have to say or the art that I can create. You know, all my subconscious or my consciousness, my, consciousness. my mental facilities, my consciousness, I guess. Yeah. So I think who I am is my consciousness. And like your personality, is that what you're trying to say? Like, a, yeah, basically, yeah, basically like, it's like my personality. Yeah, it's like my personality or my, my creativeness or something like that. But when I, I did a similar thing to you, when I wanted to find out who I am, I just wrote. So I wrote, I am a creative Irishman who enjoys sports, listening to music, learning and improving myself. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a, solid, a solid way to identify yourself for sure. When you say improve yourself, what do you mean by that? Like me- mentally, like as in like learning no, just yeah, new mentally, things? Yeah. Or... yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to improve myself in terms of, you know, how I, how I interact with people. I don't ever want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or hurt by, by what I say. Uh, or like, it's like what we've, we've spoken on before. We, we are inherently racist because of where we grew up. We're inherently racist. We're inherently sexist. Because that's the culture that we grew up in, especially in our small little yeah. village, where there's um, there's not many people other than white Irish people, and we're also very like that whole locker room talk. That's a very prevalent thing in where we're from. Yeah, I think personally, I think like a lot of jokes are very misogyny based, or there's a, like a bit of racism there. So oh yeah, what I've re- yeah. So recently, what I've started doing is I won't partake in that. So yeah. if, if I'm talking to someone, if I'm talking to someone that we went to school with and they make a joke that might be something like that, I won't like even give a pity laugh anymore. I used to like be like, oh, haha, that's a bit funny, but I won't engage. I don't even do that anymore. Yeah. So that's what I mean by, imp- that's what I view as improving myself because I'm not like making anyone, you know, feel uncomfortable, even though they're not there, but I just, I don't want to partake in it myself. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, and I'm really making myself out to be like, oh, look, I'm great. I don't hurt. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, you're not. I just, I just hope that when this gets out, we can hear some opinions from other people as well, because I would like to come and revisit this at some point as well, and get some opinions yeah. from people who are listening as well. But yeah. just to answer that question myself, like, what makes me me? I, like I said, like with philosophers, they can't just pinpoint it. Same with me. I can't pinpoint exactly who I am. But what yeah. I said in the exercise that I've done, I'm a heterosexual Irish creative music fan who wishes he could play for Liverpool. And that is who yeah. I am. That, and, and also yeah. slightly addicted to social media. But that is who I am. Yeah. 
and that's that that may change in the future maybe i won't be as like in, heavily influenced by my phone as i am now yeah and there was a point last week again to go back to the european super league that my i wasn't a liverpool fan for the first time in my 23 years of living i was yeah. not who i was for that moment so it can it, everything can change so quickly but even at that like y- your music taste changes like it not i won't say it's like monthly, but i'd say day. like year on year on year by the day really yeah oh my god like by the day I, i'll be like i, I don't want to listen to rap music or i don't want to listen to indie music i just want to listen to some rave music and just bop around in the yeah. shower or bop around yeah. in the room then I'd be like, yeah. I just want to listen to some heavy metal. I want my ears to bleed from a melting guitar <laughs> solo. That that's like yeah. some of the stuff. So that that changes by the day. That's why I said a music fan. I didn't say like a specific genre. But before this podcast and before coming over here, like I was always creative. I was always making music. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I was a creative person, so to say. I just done it because yeah. I thought it was cool. But now that I'm yeah. doing podcast with you and i'm sketching every now and again i actually haven't done that in a while i feel that i'm becoming more creative and i'm becoming more who i feel comfortable being like i I feel like i am actually finding i'm finding who i want to be sort of thing that's it isn't it that's what it's all about it's about finding who you want to be and who you're happy being yeah well that that was positive that that gave me a bit of a smile that you know Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's what it's all about. That's what it's yeah. all about. It's about finding, it's finding hobbies, activities, stuff that just makes you, you know, be happy. Want to keep going? Yeah. Again, like I, 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 when you're saying like going into your, um, trying to improve yourself, I want to try and make. I, I want to work my brain as a muscle. Yeah. I, I want. I want it. I want to try and read more, but it's so hard to get into reading because. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. I physically like. I can read. I can read a sentence, but I can't read a book. I, yeah, I, I I'm just, similar. I I'm similar. I, I want to like read more and like learn more and become more mindful. Uh, I want to yeah. meditate more. I want to mm. explore different things more, or different avenues a lot more than what I'm currently doing now. Yeah. Well, I mean, here you are. Maybe you've never thought about this before. And now because of this, you're now realizing what you want. So you can listen back, write down what you want, and then go do it. Yeah, literally. Literally, here, here. Yeah. It's similar along that line because like I would love to get into reading and like like I'm saying, like I I, I like trying to improve myself. And I was just before I came on here, I was talking to my girlfriend and she says, Do you know what? I'm actually really glad you're doing this podcast because you're finally starting to think about things that you never usually would. <laughs> she's right she's right i used to like like i was saying i used to live my life very black and white just go with the motions kind of thing whereas now i'm actually kind of sitting down i'm reading some articles i'm watching some videos and trying to educate myself on this kind of stuff so it's, yeah, she's like, looking right yeah like uh i i'd even said before i moved over here like my my missus is very educated on and um, gender and the spectrum of that and i don't necessarily a hundred percent get it and i wouldn't necessarily like i identify as heterosexual cis male yeah but i don't necessarily have to agree with it but i understand it and i'm happy that i understand it and i can relate to people and have empathy and sympathy for people who go through struggles 
trying to figure out who they really are, which I think is a big bonus, big bonus for from my rural Irish ass. Yeah, no, that's it, exactly. Yeah, like these, these, these are things that we wouldn't have learned back home. So it's great that we're actually getting out there and learning about them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, that's something that I need to learn more about. And I'd love to have somebody, like I'm not sure if we can have three people on stereo, but I, again, there's so many things, that, so many people that I would love to have on and yeah. talk about this. Because it's one thing coming from me, but it's a completely different thing coming from, you know, a, a trans male or trans female who have gone yeah. through these struggles and they have experiences with that. So I'd love to hear yeah. it from their point of view. Yeah, yeah. when we've done toxic masculinity, I'd love to hear, you know, somebody who's who's gone through them struggles. And when we've done the weed legislation, I'd love to have somebody on who who actually knows what they're talking about and not two, yeah. two stoners just chatting shite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Like, this, this is what I mean. Like, this is, it's what it's about, isn't it? It's about learning and it's about improving yourself no matter how you yeah. do it. And I think this is going to be a great way for us to do that. Yeah, so yeah. on that note, on that very positive and cheery note, I, I have to head on, mate. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Go enjoy your points. Thanks for listening, lads. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or to add about today's podcast, get on to us on our socials. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're Insta Paddies on Instagram and Paddies Tweet on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, lads. Bye bye.